0: Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit MixingBabiesandbusiness.com to join our movement of parents seeking to invest in themselves alongside their kids. The next interview series on the podcast features Devin Fiddler, a Cree parent from the Waterhen Lake First Nation in Saskatchewan. Devin is the chief changemaker of She Native Goods Incorporated, a brand of handbags and accessories dedicated to elevating Indigenous women and girls. She is a speaker, influencer, thought leader, and program developer in entrepreneurship, leadership, and skills development. This is the first of three mini-episodes of our conversation, which took place in November. Stay tuned for future episodes where we talk about all things parenthood, adapting her business during the pandemic and creating a social enterprise brand committed to impacting Indigenous women and girls. This is part one of my chat with Devin. Let's get into it. to your podcast with uh, warrior women and how yeah. you you a bit shy and more introverted
1: yeah I don't know it depends too like sometimes I'm shy and sometimes I'm not and it's just flip-flops <laughs> for me <laughs> So it yeah. depends on what we're talking about and how confident I feel that day, I think. But I am an introvert.
0: Well, I just want to say thank you for joining me. And I will start with talking about your business. But I sure. I wanted to mention the fact that I, I first met you, it was two years ago now, at the Wabano Centre in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think you seemed shy then, whenever you were presenting. <laughs> I That's met okay. <laughs> sunshine, sunshine that day as well. And she was talking about I think she has four children. And my son was with me at the time. So he was only two and a half or three months old. And I brought him with me, but didn't use the pop up childcare on site. But I really wanted to go and see what the setup was, because it was one of the first events that I had seen that actually offered pop up childcare, something i had been talking about for a while. And I was so excited to hear you say that you were using it as a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate on how that went for you and whether you found it to be a good experience and how it affected you as a presenter and how the workshops went that day
1: sure i felt like it was so helpful having childcare right in the building right with me because i was actually traveling with tucker so it was really hard for me um to go to other events with my with my baby but i was doing that previously And so in Ottawa, it was so helpful because we can just take him there. I can go check in on him and I was facilitating at the same time. I could be fully focused on exactly what I was doing. So that's what I loved about it because I did present at another event in around the same uh, time period where there was no childcare offered, but uh, they did encourage me to bring baby with me. And I was also facilitating and I was also on a panel session during that time. And I found it way more challenging to handle both at the same time, because when I was on stage, my baby could hear me. And even though I had somebody helping with my baby, they had to leave the room a couple of times um, because every time he heard my voice, he would like freak out and start crying. And it was just really um, it was a challenging time. So I would have to say I loved the pop-up childcare and so this was with BDC and since then I haven't actually seen anybody else do that type of pop-up childcare for large events. I know Eo had offered more of a room uh, to go with your child but nothing uh, to that extent so I, I really appreciated it.
0: Yeah, I, I saw. I've seen a couple things in Ottawa, but they were related to one was the launch of the Women's Entrepreneurship Knowledge Hub, and I spoke at that one, and I helped advise them on the pop up childcare, and we used it for one of our children, but the youngest was still quite young, and I ended up wearing him during my presentation because it was also an evening event. So I, I felt like it doesn't really matter where they are or who they're with at that point. It, it's just sometimes better for them to be with one of their parents if they can be. But from what I saw, it looked good and especially for evening events, I feel like you just should not expect parents to be able to go at all if you're not going to either provide food that kids could eat or a room or a space that they could run around in.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Now it's even more challenging with COVID. I cannot do any evening events. And if I do, you're going to hear screaming children in the background because I'm home alone from Monday to Thursday. My partner works out of town and that's extremely challenging for me. So when people do expect me to hop on evening events I'm just like I I don't know if I can even function at this time so I will try and I do often try but it's you shouldn't have that expectation for people in the evenings especially during COVID you don't know what their family situation is like you also have to make sure that your children are going to be okay while you're kind of half paying attention to them so that's the the challenging part for me too.
0: Yeah and this whole like turn your video on it's like yeah (laughs) Yeah. See what's happening right now in the background. Yeah, I just don't register for things anymore. And the events that I have been hosting, I I prefer podcasting for that reason, because I can edit it after the fact. Mm -hmm. If something goes wrong, it's fine. And it'll outlive the event cycle too. And people can listen to it. When they need to. And I listen to podcasts all the time when I'm doing multiple things because I don't have the time to sit down and dedicate to a lot of stuff right now. So you mentioned that your schedule right now is solo parenting Monday to Thursday. How else has your workflow changed, if at all, during the pandemic? I'm going to assume it's changed a lot, but for both your business, She Native, and your speaking engagements or anything else that you're consulting on?
1: Yeah. So everything changed drastically since COVID uh, hit. I actually slowed down on any speaking and any workshops that I was doing uh, completely. I completely transformed my business from retail to e-commerce. I got out of a hefty lease agreement and I ended up finding a space that is a lot more affordable, uh, more for packaging and office purposes. So I do have a workplace to actually go to. I was at home for almost three months with my kids and I had to figure out how to run my business part time. And I had to figure out how to finish contracts that I was obliged to do during that time period too. So I had to find out chunks of time where I can finish an entrepreneurship program for First Nations entrepreneurs. So that obviously helped with my income, but I really wish that it could have been done differently. I instead like created a course curriculum for them to go in on their own time to complete all of the work. But now with Zoom and figuring out webinars—it's so much easier now um, with my schedule to do everything on Zoom. I'm not wasting time driving anymore, and um, I do still waste time driving now that my kids are back in daycare. But it's challenging because you only have between a certain amount of time to get them to daycare and to pick them up, and so and when there is COVID scares, it just completely it completely throws everything off so during this whole pandemic we had to be tested three times because my kids had gotten coughs and they are in a daycare so we had to we have to take the extra precautions thankfully all of those times have been negative but if they were positive results then that would just kind of delay my time with running my business and I don't even know how I would do that still and so it's now that I have a little bit more staff it's getting a little bit easier because I can delegate easily from Zoom if I do have to work from home. But when I'm working from home, it's it's really challenging because I, during the times, both times my boys had gotten tested, I couldn't really do much. I was limited to nap times. I was limited to, I could not focus. Um, I was, I couldn't be efficient when I'm home with my boys. Um, I do need to, I did need to pay attention to their needs first um, as their needs come first. And they're also at a stage two where they're so busy they're getting into things it's very challenging when I'm at home with them (laughs) the other day I decided to work on some business stuff like in the evening um right after supper I just got on my computer put some tv on for them and thought it would be a good idea to try to get a couple things done so I look over and there is marker all over both of their faces (laughs) I'm like oh no this is what happens when you try to do business in the evenings when you're home alone with your children.
0: I mean, we have crayon on our carpet. One of them has drawn between the tiles. Um, So now we have purple on our floor. What you've just described is what my life is right now, because we have a two and a half and a four and a half year old, and they're both at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the oldest is doing remote school. And that's going, eh, depending on the day. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I have this whiteboard that I thought is, okay, it's great. He can be independent. He can do his work and show his teacher in the background. But the same thing happens. And whiteboard markers are not as washable as regular kid markers on skin so they just have these temporary tattoos now um (laughs) anyhow i'm i haven't mastered any of that and i feel like i've definitely had to adjust my expectations with how our weeks go and how our days go and Mm -hmm. a lot of it i feel like has been mindset so how much am i willing to fail at today (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely relate to that (laughs) yeah and like and then also not make yourself feel bad about it afterwards exactly Big thanks to Devin for taking part of her day to answer my questions about creating child-friendly business spaces, adjusting our expectations, and being okay with everyday failures. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about why she's been focusing on sustaining her business over growth, using her mission and intuition in decision making, why you should consider outsourcing what's outside of your zone of genius, and what she does to center herself as a parent with little alone time check out Devin and her work at shenative.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. You can access more parent-friendly professional development, flexible and remote work with kids resources on my website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.